RadioSega.net Hello and good evening. Welcome to a very special show celebrating one of Sega's more recent and more unique Sega role-playing game series, Valkyria Chronicles. Tonight we'll be playing music from all three Valkyria Chronicles games as well as some music from the Valkyria Chronicles anime and naturally I'll be spending some time talking about the series and why it really is one of Sega's best gaming IPs. And I warn you now but we are going to overrun. And I should really silence my phone, whoops. So yeah, the question is, by how much? Sam's telling me four hours. Sam's lying though, he's a dirty liar. So if you've got a favourite track from the series, then do make sure you request it tonight. We do have a very busy night ahead of us though, as we will be continuing on with Chapter 5 of the Sword of Sega role-playing adventure at about 10pm, or probably just after. We started the night off with a beautiful Galia, and no matter the distance, the game opening version from the original Valkyria Chronicles. But before we begin our night of chronicling the Galian history of Europa, let's have a little taste of just how amazing the soundtrack to the series really is. I am your squad leader, Captain Cloud Chaser, and this is Valkyria Chronicles.
you. What a lovely, wonderful night it is. In that little batch of music, we started off with We Are The Barracks from Valkyrie Chronicles, and I've been playing that pretty much all day, actually. That's been the music for my day. Then from number two, the sequel, we had Briefing, and then with number three, we had With Pride In The Heart. So, hello and thank you for joining me tonight for our extra special show celebrating Valkyria Chronicles. If you're a fan of the series, then do be sure to share your memories of the game with us tonight in the IRC and request your favourite tracks. But if you're not joining us live, then I hope you'll enjoy the great music we'll be playing over the podcast. And hopefully by this show, I'll have convinced some of you to go out and play about some Valkyrie Chronicles afterwards. It's pretty cheap now, you know, the original. Yeah. But before we get too excited, I need to salute my squad. And just who do I have sitting in my barracks? Why, I am joined by Forever Sonic, Trigon, Underscore Spondy, and Winner With You, Biafra, Cub With The Best, CTR, I Need Colt, Fanato was it today? Okay. Fast Feet, Girl Game Nerd, I Need Fruit, M20, Pyrus55, Silver Sonic, who was both on the Android and away because he's magic, SJ, The Chaos Blue, who is away, doing something. I think it was homework or something. I don't know. Anyway, and Tricky Voice, who's also doing work, Zonic Zone Cop, and Glitch. So, good evening to you all. Now then, the Belkyra Chronicles series spans three games as well as a popular anime and manga series. The original Valkyria Chronicles was a PlayStation 3 exclusive and really impressed gamers with its unique combat system and beautiful watercolour art style, plus it has a really fantastic orchestral soundtrack to boot. The sequel was released on the PlayStation Portable, much to the disappointment of fans who longed for a PS3 sequel. And a third game, which was a side story in the series, was also released on the PSP in Japan last year. The Valkyria Chronicles series is unique in many ways. The game is a turn-based tactical role-playing game which uses its own Blitz combat system, and Blitz stands for Battle of Live Tactical Zones. In the games, the player commands a small squad which they can individually move around the battlefield and use to strategically attack and defeat the enemy. Unlike the old Shining Force games, movement is relatively free and it uses an action point system for performing actions rather than being stuck to a limited grid, so you can kind of move around and shoot whatever, as long as you've got the action points to do so. The series is also built using Sega's own canvas engine, which is responsible for the rather lovely painted art style that you can see. And it is very lovely. But now it's time for you to enlist in Squad 7 as we introduce the original Valkyria Chronicles that started it all. So climb aboard the Eidelweiss and we will start the main theme of Valkyria Chronicles.
music from the original Valkyria Chronicles. In that batch, we played the main theme, which, as Eileen Fruit says, is quite an, an epic main theme. But, as he does say as well, it's, it's got to be epic, really, as the main theme. The main theme is always epic. And number two and number three also have pretty epic main themes as well, as you will hear later on. We also played a Battle, Daily Life of the 7th Platoon, and a Desperate Fight. All good stuff. So, the original Valkyria Chronicles was released on the PlayStation 3 back in 2008 and was lovingly received by critics, winning some web-based awards and was even mentioned in the Guinness World Records as the best strategy RPG on the PlayStation 3. That's pretty cool. The game is set within the continent of Europa and is somewhat modelled on the First World War and obviously Europe. The story tells a tale of the small principality of Gallia and Squad 7, a unit within the Gallia militia, as they protect Gallia from invasion by the evil empire, who themselves are seeking to dig up the world and go to war in search of a precious mineral called Ragnite, which is basically our oil, I suppose. Kind of powers everything. As Squad 7, you take control of Welkin Gunther, the son of son even, of one of Galia's greatest heroes, as he leads his squad to victory. Whilst Welkin himself acts as the tank commander in control of their very own tank, their tank, the Idolvice, Edelweiss, that's it, Edelweiss, I always had trouble pronouncing that one. And you can choose between 50 different characters to form your squad, each with their own personality and different potentials, such as their strengths and weaknesses. The squad is made up of quick-moving scouts, such as Alicia Melchiot, tough, heavy shooters called shock troopers like Rosie, or Bridget Stark, which is also known as, lancers that can take down tanks, such as Largo Potter, snipers that can attack from a distance and engineers who basically fix tanks and dismantle mines although occasionally you might need to call out a medic for help as well and if you're a fan of Skies of Arcadia you can even recruit Vice and Iker to your squad Vice acting as a shock trooper and Iker acting as a scout outside of combat you can read more about the world and the story train your squad and upgrade your armour and tank it's certainly a big game with a lot of stuff to do but that's as much as I'm going to mention about the original, as I don't want to reveal any spoilers. You can find the game pretty cheap online, as Zavi in the UK often have it on sale for about £12, or you can get it off eBay for about £10. The cheapest I saw it on there, I think, was £7 pounds. So you've got absolutely no excuse to try it out for yourself. Although some of us in the IRC have played it, and when it was you likes it but finds it difficult I think but and get Gilgame and says she has it and is going to play it after Yakuza 4 and I think we've agreed that even if you find it difficult or it's not quite the game for you you can still appreciate it you can appreciate how beautiful it looks and how great the soundtrack is and it's definitely a very pretty game to look at the combat itself I think it's, it's really smooth and definitely becomes quite intense and difficult at times. But I've rambled on enough for now, so it's time to move on to the sequel of Valkyria Chronicles 2. So we're going to enroll as a member of the Lanceal Military Academy, and naturally we'll begin with the main theme. 
music from Valkyria Chronicles 2. In that batch we played the main theme, then Practice Battle, Exciting Battle, because you know, excitement, and Everyday Life of the Class. Now, Valkyria Chronicles 2 was released on the PlayStation Portable in 2010 and is currently available to download through the PlayStation Network Store. Although sadly, it is not backwards compatible with the PlayStation Vita, but hopefully one day it will be, because that'd be pretty cool. The gameplay is pretty much the same as the original, which is a good thing, don't get me wrong. But this time round, the game is much lighter and a much, much less serious affair with anime cutscenes and ad hoc multiplayer, which is pretty cool. The game story follows on from the story of Valkyria Chronicles 1, as Guardia erupts into a civil war. And it features the adventures of Clash G of the Lantio Military Academy, a school full of young cadets eager to prove themselves. The player takes the role of 17-year-old Avon, Avon? Avon? Yeah. Avon Hardens. Although there are some hidden characters you can recruit in the game as well, including Welkin and Alicia from the original, and even Amelia Percival from Fantasy Star Portable 2. That's pretty cool too. I haven't personally had the chance to play Valkyria Chronicles 2, but it's definitely on my list. Definitely. I'm just kind of hoping there'll be a Vita version actually, because that'd be pretty nice. Or at least backwards compatibility, because that would definitely be nice. So now we're going to move on with the last game of the series, Valkyria Chronicles 3, and join the Nameless. And here is the main theme of Valkyria Chronicles 3.
that we had music from the third game of Valkyrie Chronicles 3. Not 4, not 2, but 3. In that batch we started off with the main theme, which is definitely my favourite of the three. Then we had Where the Nameless, Fierce Battlefield and The Nameless Onward. And we just had a, a rather epic net split in the IRC there. I wonder was you went and took everybody out with him as he left. So thanks for that, I wonder was you. If we can't win at the RPG games, and no one can, obviously. And I hear that Resident SD is now listening in after Wolves lost spectacularly, I believe, if trending Twitter topics or anything to go by. Never mind Resident SD, never mind. There's always probably next season, what would I know? I'm rambling, so let's go on. Valkyria Chronicles 3 was released in Japan last year, but sadly it has not released a, or received an English translation, so we're not likely to see a release in the US or Europe, which is a damn shame, because it looks like it's a pretty good game. However, there are some rumours that a port could be made for the Vita, so that would be nice. That would definitely be nice, I love that. The third game in the series is a much darker game than the previous two, and follows the story of Galian uh, Army Squad 422, also known as The Nameless. And they're comprised of a unit full of criminals, deserters, military offenders, and other outcasts that are basically sent off to do the dirty work. And they're called The Nameless because they're not referred to by their name, but by a number. That's how evil these guys are. Or I misunderstood these guys are, but you know, they're evil, probably. Probably. The story itself takes place the same time as the first Valkyria Chronicles, as you play as Kurt Iving, a man falsely accused of treason. So it's kind of a side story to Valkyria Chronicles 1, but a prequel to Valkyria Chronicles 2. Whilst the gameplay is still fairly familiar, there are a number of improvements and additions to Valkyria Chronicles 3, including multiple endings, special powers unique to certain characters that you can use in battle, um, an improved potential system that grants extra abilities in combat, and in previous games, characters were specifically assigned to a specific class, such as a scout or a shock trooper. However, in Valkyria Chronicles 3, you can actually change the class of individual characters and experience points are used to level up a character's stats rather than just their class, as in previous games. Incidentally, Kurt and a fellow main character, who I probably can't pronounce, Ryla, 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 I'm going to stick with that, Ryla, are two of the chosen Sega characters appearing in the Capcom, Namco, Bandai and Sega crossover game Project Cross Zone, which you'll be able to read all about on RadioSega.net when M20 has posted his news article about it. Um, has he done it yet? Not yet, but you can definitely read about it soon or in our forum, because you know we have a forum to talk about that kind of thing. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Valkyrie Free, Valkyrie Chronicles Free characters in this crossover game, which happens to be a, stra- a strategy RPG, which no one expected. But that's something to definitely talk about another time. So that's a quick look back at the Valkyria Chronicles series, but did you know that there was also an anime, a manga and a drama CD based on the series as well? We'll be talking about those after this break as we play some music from the Valkyria Chronicles anime.
Valkyria Chronicles anime and I'm going to have serious trouble pronouncing these now but we started off with Senchi ni Omunuki I think then we had Senju no Shujo and oh god Usotu Suki which I believe is sang by Rosie in episode 15 of the show and apologies for my awful Japanese there awful so, in 2009, the Valkyria Chronicles anime premiered in Japan. The anime was based on the story of the first Valkyria Chronicles game, although there were a few changes here and there and some new characters along the way. Though the characters were drawn in an anime-ish style, the anime retained its bright watercoloured inspiration from the games. There were 26 episodes created in total, with two separate episodes based on the story and characters of Valkyria Chronicles 3. There was also three manga adaptations of the first game that were created, and three more appeared after the release of Valkyria Chronicles 2, although obviously these and the anime are only available in Japan. Although if you did a few Google searches here and there, you could probably find them, hopefully. I'm certainly going to be looking later. <laughs> Yes. 
As well as an anime and manga version of the series, there was also two drama CDs released in 2009, and this just goes to show how popular the Valkyria Chronicles series really is. Right, it's almost time for our role-playing adventure, we're a bit late tonight. So we're just going to have a quick relaxing break before the action starts, so do stay with us. We won't be long.
we had some music from the Valkyrie. Oh no, we've already done that. Sorry, I'm getting confused here. Then we had some relaxing music, not the anime. It's because I just nipped to the toilet, you know. Shouldn't really say that, you know, live. But rushing here, rushing there. So anyway, then we had some relaxing music. And I, I definitely need to relax now after that. And in the IRC, we were joined by Resident SD and Draco. But before I ramble on, the tracks that we played there were A Moment of Relief, which, yeah, ironic, from Valkyria Chronicles 1, and then Days with Classmates from Valkyria Chronicles 2. All good stuff. But now it is what you've all been waiting for. There we go. It is time for Chapter 5 of our role-playing adventure to start. Now the Sword of Sega role-playing adventure is a short 20 to 30 minute game, I keep saying that but it's probably longer, where you can complete tasks, earn experience points and level up. And if you're new to the show or have missed any previous chapters then you can find out more information and catch up on the action on the role-playing blog on the Sword of Sega blog on RadioSega.net. I'm not going to bother posting it in Twitter because I never do anyway. I always forget. And you don't need to listen in live to take part in our adventure as new tasks will be posted on the forum the morning after all live shows. Unless I'm busy, which I'm not, so it's fine. You can earn experience points for various tasks such as requesting music, joining the IRC, as well as completing tasks each week. And the person with the most experience by the end of chapter 10 will win a prize. So if you haven't signed up yet and would like to, then send me over your character class and I'll add you to our group of adventurers. But now it is time for our chapter to begin. Last week on Sword of Sega, our steadily growing group of heroes had entered the ancient golden temple hidden deep in the forest. They had already recovered two of the mythical swords of Sega as tasked by the almighty goddess Ulala, and they had now found the third, the Shining Sword. However, as they recovered the third sword, the temple itself began to collapse, threatening to crush or bury our heroes alive. But before they could escape, our group accidentally ran into the hideous form of a 32X spirit, a console possessed by the evil Nintendroids. In order to escape the temple, our heroes needed to listen to five sped-up tracks and identify the shining game and track to find the exit. However, if they could also name the hidden 32X track, then they would also be able to defeat the 32X along the way. So I'm going to replay the results of last week's task and reveal what those sped up tracks were. Here is the first one. And this was of course You Have Nowhere To Go from Fantasy Star Online. This is what it sounds like normally. I think I prefer the sped up version actually. I think I prefer the sped up version for everything now, it just sounds better. But anyway, here is track number two. 
track number two was Shuffling in the Dark from Guardian Heroes. Lovely little track that. And here's track number three, which I was hoping people would get because this was the hidden 32X track. was of course Child Song from Knuckles Chaotix which was the boss for the Speed Slider level. Definitely a cool level that. And here's track number four. And that was, of course, our hidden Shining track, Confrontation from Shining Force 3. But did any of you manage to get it? We will soon find out. And here's track number 5. And this track should definitely be familiar to you tonight because this is Desperate Fight from Valkyria Chronicles. So we'll soon find out if you got those rights or not. Did our heroes manage to safely find the right path out of the temple? And is the 32X going to kill us all? Probably. Find out now as Chapter 5 begins. The temple walls are crumbling all around our heroes as they frantically stumble across debris and rush to the exit. The mechanical shadow of the terrifying 32X chasing after them. Music plays from all sides and our heroes struggle to find the correct path. But a winner was you, the fighter mage, dives in front, calling out to his comrades to follow. He has recognised the shining music and runs up the correct path towards light the other heroes trailing behind. However, his escape is blocked by the towering 32X that somehow manoeuvres its way in front of our desperate heroes. You nerdy little lives will end here, warriors, it laughs. With the Guardian Sword in his hands, a winner was you prepares to battle the 32X alone. But Iron Eagle Vanato, the Knight of the Spiral Clockworks, rushes to his sides, pointing the shining sword at the menacing console. The two proud warriors quickly nod at each other and shout, Knuckles Chaotix! It was a pretty good game. The 32X suddenly stops. 
But before either parties could react next, the ceiling of the Golden Temple falls upon them and everything goes black. Silence. Seconds later, a light emits from the 32X who is holding back the rubber with a shield. A shining shield which has protected our heroes from harm. Confused, our heroes follow the floating console within this bubble as the 32X slowly guides our group out of the collapsed temple and back into the safety of the forest. Forgive me heroes, cries the 32X. I know now that I was wrong and you are not ignorant of Sega consoles. So much tragedy has befallen the land of Sigurdra and I, the 32X, was the lowest of the low and no one ever played with me. Oh how I have fallen. But why are you here? And why do you carry three of the swords of Sega? Dusting off their clothes, our heroes quickly explain their mission to find the seven swords of destiny and rid the world of the Nintendroids. Suddenly, the Fritidorex becomes quite excited. Oh, oh, I can help. Please let me help. When I was inside the Golden Shrine, I learned that a true hero could make the Shining Sword glow and that this light would guide them to the next Sword of Sega. Our heroes all turn to look at Iron Eagle Venato as he holds the Shining Sword within his hands. Shrugging, Iron Eagle Venato swings the blade around it a few times but nothing happens. Then, with the advice of Draco, he points it in each direction. And amazingly, a beam of light shoots out and points beyond the forest. Ah, the light is pointing towards the desert, says the Fredito X. I heard there was an almighty dragon there, a pet of the Nintendroids. Perhaps that is guarding your next sword. Bidding the 32X farewell, our heroes decide to make their way through the forest and towards the desert. It was a long trip and our heroes stopped at the outskirts of the woods to spend their evening. MTLZ and Keeper set up camp with the help of his glamorous assistant, Resident SD. And Pyrus55 Drappy and Resident SD, not Resident SD, new, and Forever Sonic League Galaxy Warrior went searching for food because, you know, Forever Sonic knows all about chocolate. And Pyrus55 is basically a giant chicken. A one of you helped set up the campfire and within no time our heroes were relaxed, listening intently to ghost stories by Iron Eagle Venato as Cobra the Best stared out towards the sky, wary of any Nintendroids that might pass by. In the morning, as they left the forest and began to walk south, a horrible shriek filled the sky and Cobra the Best yeah, stared out towards the sky. Yeah, no, Cobra the Best saw smoke forming in the distance. I should have played that music before, but never mind. So yes, smoke forming in the distance. Deciding to investigate, our heroes ran over a hill and came across a small human settlement that was being attacked by Nintendroids. These evil monstrosities were setting fire to the wooden buildings and attacking the villagers. Even children were being chased by flying Game Boys. The scene was chaotic and bloody as the humans struggled to beat off the Nintendo robots. This was not our battle, and time was running out for us to find the Swords of Sega and save Sigurdra. Surely we should not delay and head towards the desert, desert, desert as quickly as possible. I've got food on my mind. But would ignoring these humans be the right thing to do? We are heroes after all. 
the situation is desperate. Should our heroes help these poor people? Or should we lay low and continue towards the desert? They have until the next music breaks over to decide amongst themselves. Are we going to be hero or are we going to be chickens?
we're back from that little break. We started off that break with Street Fighting from the original Valkyria Chronicles, followed by Liberation Battle from 2 and Counter Offensive from 3, which I knew through quite light. But every track from Valkyria Chronicles is good. Definitely good. But what have our heroes decided to do? Are they going to be crazy and fight the Nintendroids? Of course they are. Don't be heroes that didn't do that. Our heroes could not call themselves heroes unless they helped these poor humans under attack from the despicable Nintendroids. Arming themselves and with the power of three Swords of Sega by their side, our heroes charge into the village, yelling with all their breath. In the charge, they are joined by two other heroes, Zonic Zone Cop, the Muse, and Social Gamer, the Retro Defender, who have also appeared to help save the village. The Nintendros, Nintendros? Nintendroids pause for a moment, confused by why humans would dare attack them, but soon the battle was full on. Deciding to split up, I Need Fruit, the Master Ninja Overlord Thief, uses his fast ninja skills and the mirror sword to cut multiple Nintendroids in half, as Koba the Best uses his rifle to hold the robot back. Behind him, a winner of slices more of the beast with his guardian sword, and Iron Eagle Venato chases after the rest with his newly acquired shining sword. Running like a madman, I presume. The rest of our heroes work to protect the humans. Girl Gamer Nerd uses her strength to hold up collapsing buildings as Resident SD runs back and forth, juggling bottles of water to put out the fires, a sight which certainly pleases KC, the pervert drunk man. Because, you know, he is a pervert and he is drunk. Draco and Silver Sonic chase away the little flying Game Boys with the help of Sonic Zone Cop and Social Gamer. Soon, the resident Nintendroids lie in pieces and everyone cheers. Yay! Sonic Zone Cop and Social Gamer are especially impressed with the three swords capable of cutting through the Nintendroids and offer to join our group on the spot. But before our heroes can celebrate too readily, a dark figure falls across the smouldering village. More Nintendroids have returned, and this time they've bought a possessed Sega console with them to do their dirty work. It's a Mega CD! Oh, when will this madness end? The Mega CD lands before our heroes, the Nintendroids cowering slightly behind. I am the Mega CD! I heard you defeated my pathetic brother, the 32X, but there is no way you can defeat me, because I am Mega! The Mega CD opens itself up to reveal hundreds of shiny discs, each razor sharp and ready to cut apart our heroes and all living things nearby, including the innocent civilians. There is no way we could escape such slaughter. The Nintendroids laugh evilly from behind the Mega CD and order it to kill. Things are getting serious now guys definitely serious. Our heroes realise that the only way to stop the Mega CD is to win it over by naming a Sega RPG from the Mega CD itself. Or Sega CD if you're American. But you know, it's more Mega if it's a Mega CD, obviously. But the Nintendroids are here as well, so we need to show them that we mean business. I am going to play five tracks. 
four of them are from the Mega CD. However, one of them is a hidden Nintendo game. <gasps> Shock horror. If you can identify and name the Sega RPG on the Mega CD that I will play today, then we can defeat the Mega CD. However, you will earn a bonus experience points if you can name the other Mega CD games, that's three of them, and get their titles. If you can also name the hidden Nintendo game, then you would get ex extra bonus experience points as well. So these are f four Mega CD games, one of them is a Sega RPG, and one of them is from a hidden Nintendo game. Here is the first track. Good luck! Track number two. Number three. Track number four. Number five. Mega CD games. One of them is an RPG track that you have to name if we're going to beat the Mega CD. And one of those tracks also is a hidden Nintendo game. I'm going to replay those five tracks and give you a little hint for some of the more obscure ones. And by that I mean one hint for one of them. If you've been following me on Twitter and seen any of my tweets recently, 
you might be able to guess that one. Here's number one. Track number two. Number three. This particular one, number three, isn't actually on the Radio Sega playlist, so that's your biggest hint for this one. I think Resident SD is going to get it any second now. Here's a track number four. Last track number Good luck with those. Send your answers to me via private message in the IRC, on Twitter or on the RadioSega.net forums. And remember, we need the name of the Sega RPG on the Mega CD, but you'll also get bonus experience points for naming the other Mega CD games and their tracks, as well as the hidden Nintendo game. Now you can just give me the game or you can just give me the track. You get 10 experience points for the game and 10 experience points for the track name, so it's up to you how you want to play the game had quite a few answers in already so hopefully that means that this week's been a little bit easier however now our chapter five is at an end so let's play the little ending jingle there we go Chapter 5 ended of our role-playing adventure. Ended? Yeah, that's proper English, probably. So I hope you've all had 
fun, but now it's down to business as I hand out your experience points. So, only two of you took part in last week's task, I think, so that means only a winner was you and Iron Eagle Vanato get bonus experience points. Iron Eagle Vanato gave it a really good go though, so well done to you. I thought the Chaotix track would be really easy, so hopefully this week's task will be much easier, especially if you're a fan of Radio Nintendo. Sure, the Nintendo guys will get that hidden Nintendo track there. So here is our current party stats. I just load it up. We've got Alanio on at level one still, no change there. A winner was you, a level four fighter mage on 1,070 experience points. He's going up in the world. Not far off level five. Then we have Cobra the best, a level three sniper on 360 who has leveled up. Congratulations to you, I will play the thing jingle shortly. Then we have a Girl Gamer Nerd, a level 3 Hadouken on 390. Pyrus 55, a level 2 Rafi on 180. I Need Fruits, a level 2 Master Ninja Overlord Thief on 340. He's almost at level 3, almost. Then we have Forever Sonic, a level 2 Galaxy Warrior on 160. Resident SD, a level 3 Lusty Barmaid on 490. M-Tails is still a level 1 Innkeeper. PC is a level 2 Pervert Jumpman on 130. Little Red 16 is still a level 1 Adventurer. Silver Sonic is a level 3 Remix tonight on 360. Draco is a level 2 Insane White Rock Shooter on 290. I Eagle Vanato, however, is rising in the ranks. He is now a level 4 Knight of the Spiral Clockworks on 530 experience points. Then we have Sonic Zone Cop, a level 1 Muse on 30 points, and Social Gamer, a level 1 Retro Defender on 40. So congratulations to those who have leveled up. I shall play the congratulatory theme. Yes, I shall. Did you even hear that? That was really quiet. That was quiet. Hang on. Let me do that properly. Here we go. That's much better, definitely. So congratulations to you for leveling up and remember to keep on earning experience points so you can win a real, real, real world prize at the end of chapter 10. We are halfway through our adventure now actually, so that's exciting. And don't worry if you've been listening in on the podcast, you can still take part by visiting the RadioSega.net forum and I'm about to burp any second, so don't excuse me. Oh, that's fine. Okay. I'm being rude tonight, aren't I? Seriously. Right then, it's now 10-2, so we are going to overrun a little. So for the rest of tonight's show, I'm going to play some arranged tracks from the impressive collection of Valkyria Chronicles, including one track that you'll recognise from the Easy Listening Show last week, and one from the Valkyria Chronicles Piano Pieces collection. So we are running a bit late, and I will forgive you if you do have to dash it off, but do stick with us if you can, because we're almost there. And there's still some good music left over. So we're going to start off with the guitar version of the series main theme.
hope you enjoyed that little piano version there. It's quite nice. It's a whole piano album and it's it's really, really nice to listen to. And in that batch, we had... If I can bring up my history... We had the series main theme, the guitar version from Valkyria Chronicles 3. Then we had the theme of Clash G, arranged version from Valkyria Chronicles 2. And then we had the piano pieces version of the Valkyria Chronicles 3 main theme. But sadly, that is all we have time for on our journey to Galia, and it must come to an end. Thanks very much for joining me for this celebration of the Valkyria Chronicles series, whether you have listened in live or downloaded the podcast later on. A special thank you to my squad in the chat room for joining me, including Forever Sconic, Trigon, Underscore Spondy, Biafra, Gonna say my own name then. Cover the best, Draco, Iron Eagle Bonato, Fast Feet, Girl Gamer Nerd, HS, who joined earlier. I'm not sure if you're new to Radio Sega, but hello to you anyway. I Need Fruit, M20, Pyrus55, SD, who has joined us after the football, Silver Sonic, SJ, Trekky, Voice, and Glitch. And we also had the Girls Blue in earlier, and there were a few others, such as Owen of You, who had to leave us sadly. But even though they have left us, they are always in our hearts. Yes, they are. Sword of Sega will be back next week for a remix and arrangement show. So if you have liked some of the orchestral music of tonight, then you'll probably enjoy it next week as well. But I'm hoping to have a bit of variety with my remixes, hopefully. And if you've got any remixes that you want us to play, then do feel free to request those too. RadioSega.net Live will be back to invade your ears this Friday, starting with Turbo Drive Live at 8pm UK time, followed by Forever Sonic and Sega Rages at 9pm, and then we'll be wrapping it up with the hip-hop edition of Layton Live at 11pm, which I'm promised will feature some strong language. So thanks again for joining me, and I hope you'll go hunt yourself a copy of the original PS3 Mario Chronicles down, because it's so cheap. You can get yourself a copy of the PSP sequel, which is available on the PlayStation Network Store. Valkyria Chronicles is certainly one of my favourite Sega IPs, and definitely one of their most successful RPG franchises in my opinion. And I'm a massive fan of the music, it just... I just love it, it's so good. It's food for the soul, it really is. So, to end the show, I'm going to play three ending themes from the three main games. Now we are overrunning a little and these tracks will go on for probably about 15 minutes. So if you do have to leave then do feel free to go obviously, I'm not going to stop you. But if you want to hang around for a bit you'll be treated to to some nice lovely music. So we're going to end off with Those Who Succeeded from Valkyria Chronicles 1, then Farewell My Academy from number 2 and then someday Flowers of Light will bloom from Valkyria Chronicles 3 which is our traditional... Japanese vocal track to end off there. I have been your host, Captain Cloud Chaser, and now I shall leave you to fight battles of my own. Good night.